James Lopez. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dying to Talk. This is going to be a fun. This I hope this episode is not going to drag you down. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> we will not drag you out of the, we are going to drag the fun out of you with this episode. Is that one better? Sure. All right, we got <laughs> surprise. We got James Lopez up in the studio today who we go way back with who is a what was it like a drag performer or is it called drag queen um i you know what's it's funny it's that's that, that's like a loaded title because uh-huh. like you know you have your drag artists because like of like the whole gender thing you know yeah um drag queens i yeah you could call me like a drag queen but okay. like i give you very much female illusion i look mm. like a girl you do look like a girl i do right i'm very good at what i do yeah. <laughs> um no shade i am but um yeah i guess all right bambi the drag queen How you <laughs> hell yeah well because i don't know because there's so many different like uh titles out there and i, I don't want to like say the wrong thing i don't want a fucking army of drag queens trying to <laughs> burn this fucking studio down how you doing james doing good oh i'm doing great um Happy to be here. Yeah, happy to have you on. This is this is going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. And Absolutely. I think it's going to be spectacular. <laughs> um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, like I just said, James is a drag performer. He's very new to the drag game, but he's killing it right now. We met, we didn't go to high school together, but he was always coming back to help and participate with the high school musicals, doing the wigs and stuff. And uh, we went to Disney World together in my senior year. He was one of... Three was it me, you, and Mason? So we were the only guys. Oh, Mason, I forgot. Yeah, yeah it was three of us. Mm-hmm. That was a fun time. Crazy. I learned a lot about you on that plane ride because we were, it was like me, you, and Lexus. We were just talking about all types of shit. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. You're like taking me way back. I had that was a while back. That was 2017. So that was, uh, what was that six years ago? Yeah. And you know what's funny though? Um, I went on that trip three times. I think that last time, mm. I think that was the most fun I've had actually. That one was pretty lit. Yeah. I mean, it was like half and half for me because, you know, the old me was doing some bullshit. And then, but it was fun. Disney World. Shout out to Brianna Bennett because I wouldn't have afforded that trip if it wasn't for her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brianna, we miss you. Well, I do. Yeah, she's out in London. I know, crazy. She's in London town. Yeah, she's not listening. And we're here. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, let's let's start this off. We have a we have a really good opening segment called "Whose Pants Are These." Do you know what whose pants are these? Uh, no. It's called "Whose Pants." Whose pants are these? Yeah. Okay. And all you have to do is just what pants you got on, like what what pants you wearing. Oh, I'm wearing the good old gray sweats from Primark. Where the hell's Primark? What's that? What's um, that? It's like a UK like. H and M situation. Oh, okay. They uh they have it over at the Danbury Mall in Connecticut. Gotcha. Um, and it's honestly like very cheap clothing. Probably you know should be buying better clothes, but you know what? I'm on a budget. I'm Yo, a drag facts, performer. Bro. Like I, as long as it looks fine, yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Are you doing that now? Now that you're a drag performer, like, are you as James like going shopping and be like, ah, I shouldn't buy this designer thing but bambi might need this instead like are are you like now trying to you you know what's funny i was just talking um about this with a friend yesterday at Mm -hmm. the bar um i went i have not bought james a single article of clothing in a long time it's just all been bambi it's all been bambi and 
yeah, you know, um, just be, it's because I've been doing, I've been performing uh, a, a, a lot lately, mm -hmm. you know, doing like open sets um, over at our home bar in Beacon, the Roosevelt. Shout out to the Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Okay. Yes. Um, my drag mother, Andromeda, she hosts a show every Friday. Mm -hmm. um, it's called Yes Diva. And she'll often, you know, she'll book a lot of um, artists um, uh, uh, around here in the area from like New Paltz over here in Beacon, me and Newburgh. Um, and sometimes she'll bring some people down from the city as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, so due to the fact that I've been, you know, getting the bookings, um, thank you, Mama Drama. Uh, very important uh, to give a shout out to those who um, give to you. But um, yeah, so again, all the performance I've been doing, I've been having to like buy stuff. Mm. And I am so like overly ambitious that I like will think about future uh, thing like mm -hmm. performances that I want to do. I'm like, I want to do this song, but I have to have this look. So I'll just buy a bunch of stuff that I could work on. Uh -huh. Um, and yeah, so James has been on the back burner, uh, you know, like, you know, like, uh, clothing wise. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think I need to, I need to buy clothes. Well, no, yeah. I, like, uh, I, it's kind of similar for me, like, uh, in professional wrestling, sometimes when you break into the business, like you want a good look. So, you yourself like whatever you know roll up to the venue and like sweatpants and a t-shirt but then you'll put on like oh i paid 900 dollars for these tights and these boots like i get it you know Literally. obviously i'm not wearing makeup and a wig and doing all that stuff which i can't even imagine how much all that but you make wigs so like do you get a like you still do like the wigs for yourself obviously does that save you money on the back end or no um yes and no i mean the whole wig situation i so as you know like you've mentioned before you know i've done wigs for the nfa productions you know i've styled them uh, i don't necessarily construct like the wig itself uh, okay. but um i do save like um actually i don't save money because you know what <laughs> no because when i when i'm doing my drag i wear a lot of human hair rather than synthetic hair why are you looking at me like that it took me a second. I was like, <laughs> no, right, okay. wigs are made out. I get it. Yeah, now. so, I was wig, like, Wait, so what? Wi wigs are like, so the wigs that, you know, I'll style for like the shows and mm -hmm. stuff, that's all synthetic. It's yeah, basically yeah. plastic because you have to like tease it up and like put loads of product in it to keep it like. So it doesn't move. Well, it'll move, but like, you know, the goal is for it to like, you know, to stay yeah. in that style for like a long period of time mm -hmm. because as you know, um, your Cliff, you know, she would want to run the shows with the wigs on. So. Yeah. We don't have the budget to have like three of the same wigs, mm -hmm. so that's how they usually do it on Broadway, I believe. Yep. Um, they'll have they're the same wigs, so that way they can keep like rotating them and just restyle and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So, synthetic is the best way to go. So, back to what I was saying, from like my drag, I wear human hair just because the videos you've seen. You know, I'm doing all that. Tossing. Yeah, you want like that movement. I want the movement. I don't yeah. want to look like I don't. Yeah, and also I'm like. Bambi, she's she she's bougie. She's a diva. Like she wants to like you know have like kind of like the best of what she can. Yeah. Even though I'm only wearing like a bodysuit and a belt around hey, it, but don't, hey, I, humble I need, beginnings, bro. I, I, that's not, it's not even just because like, it's <laughs> humble. Like yeah, I mean, one day I will have all like the outfits that I want, but mm -hmm. I also what like what else is a dancer gonna wear? I can't wear all these elaborate you know looks. Yeah. They're just gonna fall apart. Save it for the runway. Exactly. Exactly. I definitely want to talk more about Bambi and drag. Obviously, that's why I brought you on here. Right. But let's start first. Where are you from, James? Okay. 
Oh, well, I'm I'm from right here, Newburgh, New York. Born and raised. Um, born and raised. Have not left yet. I've had intentions of leaving, but the universe kind of just said no. Pulled yeah, legit pulled me back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know you started drag recently, but um, you you were you've been dancing your whole life. Actually, no. <laughs> really? Um, I mean, I've been a performer my whole life okay. as a kid, you know. But um, I didn't start dancing like officially until my uh my junior year of high school. Yeah, of high school. Wow, really? Yeah. Um, so like the way like basically how that all started was you know Cliff she was uh putting on Beauty and the Beast my mm. sophomore year. I, I was in ROTC at the time, you know. You were in ROTC. <laughs> yes. Um, and I don't know why, but were you? Were you in the closet when you were in ROTC? Hell no. Uh, I, I don't know. I was just like, no. maybe you were just like, nah, guys, no. I'm straight, man. <laughs> Air Force. No, no, no. <laughs> I just, you know what? I just needed something to. <laughs> Baby, there's no hiding all this. <laughs> well, I know that now, but I'm just saying, I didn't know you back then. I'm just saying. Right, you know? right. No, um, no, it was, I just needed something to do. Uh-huh. And my friends were, at the time, were doing it. And I was like, that looks cool. So let me do it. I did it. And honestly, I did like it a lot. I really? liked, yes, I loved the uniform. I looked so good in it. And then, you know, there was like the drill team. There was like a, this, uh, uh, the drill team had like a lot of, um, things you know like uh there was like color guard exhibition things like that Uh i did exhibition because it was like a routine like you choreograph it yeah you know so i've had like a little bit of taste i was like i like this so then when i saw that cliff was putting on beating the beast like i want to audition for it but last minute i chickened out Uh did stage crew saw what that was all about and i was like this is crazy i love it ah and then i i found out that there was dance classes for gym credits i was like Oh, I should have done that. So then what I would do is I would go to gym, check in uh, for attendance, and then leave. I would skip it and go to the dance studio. And I would tell Cliff it was a free period, so I would just take classes. <laughs> and, wow. yeah, so then because of that, my junior year going into it, I auditioned for our professional hairspray, mm-hmm. dance classes, and my mom registered me for dance classes. And then, honestly, it's, you know. And you dropped ROTC? Uh, yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah. That, when the nation needed him. He left. I, That's crazy. I've never heard of somebody like falling in love with performance because of like military. Like that's, that's a movie right there. That's like some reverse, like Zach Efron high school musical shit. <laughs> like I came from the football world into theater and I was like, yeah, I'm just like, but you know, bro <laughs> left ROTC for musical theater. That's so cool. That That's funny. Yeah. And you know what? Like I honestly thought that I was going to be in the air force. Damn, I was that in level ROTC for for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, I, I'm not knocking it. I don't. I I know myself would not last two seconds in the military or Air Force or Navy. Well, yeah, or and, even as a security guard at the mall. I and fold. you know, I mean, I I feel you because towards the end of like you know like around the same time when I realized that I wanted to do some performance mm-hmm. and I wanted to like drop the ROTC thing, I was getting tested by this one girl in um my flight because. I came in out of the woodwork. Well, not woodwork because that would mean that I was there. I don't know. Whatever. I came out of the blue. There we go. Um, with the shiniest shoes oh. in ROTC. So they would inspect us every Friday. You know, they would inspect our uniform. Yeah. And shiny shoes were like the biggest thing. It's like, yeah, like you wanted to have like the shiniest shoes. And I had the shiniest shoes and I tested her shiny shoes. And I kind of felt like she was after me a little bit. Because you had shiny shoes. Hell yeah. yeah. She was like, I can't have this guy. My shiny shoes and me. me. Yeah, well, facts. That's funny. Who has the shiniest shoes? Me. <laughs> That's mad funny. So uh, so then you did hairspray. 
Yes. You were ensemble? Uh, yes. I, I was one of the council members. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was also Mr. Pinky. But I was cool. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 I was cool with ensemble because listen, not for nothing. Like ensemble gets to do way more than leads do. Like, why do I want to stand up there on stage just not doing the fun stuff? No offense to you, because I mean, great, but like, <laughs> I'm not a fucking. Because like, you guys were leads, but yeah, in high school, I don't mean nothing now. I, it, uh, it's funny because Kara, um, Kara just did Rocky Horror back in October, and she said the same thing. Like she went after Janet. She auditioned for Janet Magenta Riff Raff. Cause she got callbacks for them. She got ensemble and then, you know, she was like, ah, oh, man, what I, yeah, I want to be a lead. I'm like, Oh, you know, it's better than nothing. And then three weeks and like three days in rehearsal, she's like, I'm so glad I'm ensemble. Cause she was literally in every single dance number and the magenta and riffraff characters in the stage version are like barely there. So I'm like, I'm kind of glad Yeah, because she's like front or uh, center stage, like ass facing the audience and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> Ah, crazy! Yes. <laughs> Ripping my seat. My mom's like, "What's going on? Nothing." Kara, the face he just put on just now was crazy. Oh, she knows that face. Everybody in dying industry films knows that face. <laughs> How interesting is that? Now that your little sister is leading hairspray. Yeah, actually, that's, that's cool. That's cool, and, and it's funny because that was my first production ever. Nice. I was like my first production ever, and then um, it's gonna be like her last for high school. So it's kind of like full circle because oh, she's graduating yeah. this year. Yeah, she's graduating. Oh. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, she came to watch me do mine mm-hmm. and, you know, so being there to witness her do hers, it's, it's, it's really cool. Yeah. I mean, Hey, we're dying industry films is going to be a tiny part of that. Cause we are going to be, uh, doing the video production for it. And we were, like I said, we were there the other day and your sister was like, Oh my God, you, I, I've seen you in Greece and I've seen you in school of rock. I've seen you. In, and I'm like, <laughs> I know. Listen, one thing I'm about, James's sister, by the way. <laughs> I know. One thing about Liz is she is, she's like a puppy. No, yeah, she really is. She's, she's like a golden li- retriever. Yes, she's a golden retriever. Like, and she just, she's just such a fan. It's because, like, because me being involved with all the productions from when I do, did did them up to up until like working like you know behind the scenes. Like, she's come to like every single one. So she's grown. She grew up watching every single one of you, and uh, she honestly takes a, like a lot of like you know what you guys have done. Um, what I have done and then she puts it into her work too, you know, cause like she sees like the final product. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm glad that she is the way that she is because like, she's always going to give people their flowers. She's, yeah. she's a very kind individual. So, and, and, you know, and she could very easily be a diva because listen, not, not to be biased. My sister's very talented. You know, she's a great singer. She can dance and she can act. Um, so she could easily be like, kind of a bit like you know a bitch you can curse on this you can okay just bitch. making sure yeah, yeah. yeah she could be a bitch but she, well she's a bitch to me but, <laughs> but listen i was you know i check her but you know so it's just like the art form means a lot to her yeah. so as like intense as she may come off sometimes it's obviously coming from like oh no, yeah yeah absolutely and i i do appreciate her uh like coming up to us and, and saying all that but it's just always funny to me because she <laughs> thinks we don't remember her yeah like ever listen and i'm like no i, I know who you are she's like okay just checking <laughs> i think she may have adhd maybe <laughs> but I mean, who, who doesn't in this in this day and age Honestly, you, gotta put, you, you gotta put your phone in a pouch to go I, to high school yeah i need to that that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pouches are crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, I honestly think I have ADHD too. But I just don't like going to doctors for what? Yeah, what are they gonna tell you? Something I already fucking know. Exactly. Boom, problem solved. I just don't have the medication. Is the only issue. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's it. Yeah, like my they tell me to go to therapy. It's like I know what my problem is. I just gotta figure it out. I just gotta solve it. No, literally, and it's so funny because I just think it's because like 
obviously you and I were very self-aware. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I am very self-aware of my issues, why I do what I do, why I act the way I do and why I feel the way I do. Mm. I don't want to sit on a couch and have someone tell me, you know, like about me when I know. Yeah, it's it's good to have like someone to like talk to and have them listen to you, but girl, I have to, I have some money to make. Yeah, I, literally. I'm I'll find the time spending money. Yeah. You know what's uh this doesn't break OSHA or HIPAA because I'm not a therapist, but when I was a kid, my mom put me in like, I, I wouldn't call it grief counseling, but it was like some form of therapy. She put me and my brother in it because my dad was sick and uh, my mom thought it was good for us to talk to some woman that right. didn't fucking know us. No idea why. And then I learned how much my mom was paying her and I was like, mom, what the fuck? You could have yeah. bought me stuff with that. <laughs> but I mean, listen, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking therapy either. Like go oh, see me a neither, therapist, definitely. but <laughs> go see a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> but like for now I'm fine. Yeah, I I'm, honestly, I'm good. I think I'm winning right now. I'm good. I'm chilling. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to, to touch on, to touch on the therapy, but for, uh, first the, Back to your sister, like having Cliff was telling me, and I've seen it. You don't have kids that are passionate and care about certain things like that anymore. Just so to see, still see somebody yeah. like your sister that yeah. cares is like, all right, there's still some hope out there. Cause like, you know, who knows what she saw from us. And again, too, like I've said on this podcast before, it's not unique experience. Plenty of people grow up and do these things in high school. You know, we're, I'm not saying that James, myself, Spencer and everybody that we're talking about is special and we're better than everybody. But what I'm saying is like the fact that uh, a younger person can identify and look up to somebody like us. And then who knows what her future could be. She can end up on Broadway. She can end up wherever. Absolutely. Like that's that having that. Um, I would I, I would call it guidance, I guess, because you're her brother. But like uh, witnessing that at a young age and choosing to pursue that could go on to some greatness, you know, inspire some people. Everybody's inspired somebody. So for sure. it's just when people tell me I've inspired them, I'm like, whoa, calm it, the no, fuck it, down. You no, know, I get that because like I'm the, I'm very much the same way because I I will give anybody their flowers. I will give them praise. Mm. But I hate receiving it. Same. I, and you know what it is? I think it's my uncomfortability with affection. Like Really? Yep. That Listen, something I need to talk to somebody about, you know, that's my therapy like yeah. session right there. But um, we I can solve that for you right now. Let's do it. No, I'm that. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, do you have your PhD, sir? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have I have a credits for an associate degree, but I don't have Word. an associate degree. I think degree. that's more than I have actually. Cause drop it over here. Same. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, uh, like yeah, like I, like I said, you know, I will give towns of people their praise and whatnot, but for me to receive it, like I'll, I'll say thank you. Obviously, I'm gonna be like you know humble about it and whatnot. Yeah. But like, there's like a level like of like uncomfortability that I feel. Yeah. Just because it's like. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I am the same way. And I know Spencer, like you've witnessed me, like when people talk, you know, oh, good job. I'm like, eh, like, thanks. For me, I know what it is. It's because my, the people that I actually want to hear it from, I never hear it from. Like my father, God rest his soul. Mm. I'll never know if he's proud of me or whatever. And my mom right. like half ass says it, but she, does, it's, she doesn't do it with intent. She just like doesn't, her herself doesn't know how to articulate that. Yeah. So... That's that's what it that's is just, for me. And that's just generational. That's probably why we. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. And you know what's funny because like I, like my line, you know, of like my 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 family like line, my lineage, my mom, like she's very much like the affection. She's gonna give you the flowers. She loves to tell people, um, give them the praise, and you know, just be open about whatever. But I don't know, I don't know what mm, it could be a dad thing too. Could be. Sure. It could. I mean, be. he's alive. But where you at? Yeah. 
I don't know. No, I know where he's at. But ladies and gentlemen, use the hashtag "Where's James Dad" in the comment <laughs> section below. Where in the world is James's father? No, I. I mean, because even back to the therapy thing, like. I I'll remember my therapist was like, huh, you really get, I was a little kid and she was like, man, you're really getting, after my dad passed away, I was really big into wrestling. I always, I mean, I wrestle really big into comics, superheroes, Star Wars, all that shit. And she was like, wow, you're really like finding yourself, uh, invested in a lot of these like fantasy worlds. Why, why do you think that is? And I literally was like, oh, because obviously my childhood was ripped away from me because I lost my father. And right. obviously I'm going to just like dive further into forgetting about that. Yeah. And she was like, and I was like, by the way, I figured that out on my own. You did not help me figure that See, out. Fuck you. And you know what, though? That's your drag. That's my drag? That's your drag. My drag sauna? That's the, like, all the, like, like the wrestling that you would do. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. your drag. My character, and, and it's just, yeah. I literally, listen, every, everyone is a drag artist. Oh, shit. At Even him? Yes. On the no, rocking listen, chair over here? Think about it. Think about it. I think RuPaul said one time, um... A businessman, when he puts on his suit, that's his drag. He's going to work. Yeah. That's his drag. You know, you're wrestling. Rey Mysterio, he puts on that mask. I love that man. <laughs> uh, that's his drag. Yeah. Everyone is a drag performer in some form. Yeah. After graduating high school, you didn't. You dropped out of college. You stayed close, obviously, with Cliff, still yes. being, you know, uh, surrounded in the, the theater world. And then you were also teaching dance, right? Yes. Um, so immediately, well, not immediately. Um, I about a year after graduating, um, I dro you know dropped out. Was kind of trying to find my way around, you know, how to stick around with dance. Um, because like I had aspirations to like uh, dance professionally. Mm -hmm. Um, but as you guys know, I mean, like then I was like much heavier. Yeah. Like I I was about about a little over like 80 pounds heavier um not very confident because of that just i was always in my way mentally and honestly there was there, there was like a, a like a like a sheer little bit of like laziness i guess like just no commitment for some reason mm -hmm. but it probably it that's probably more like that was probably like a mask for the fact that i wasn't the confident in myself absolutely i was you know what i mean yeah, yes. so it was more so like why whatever mm. i'm not gonna get it anyway so um i was like let me just teach because the, the job was offered to me um at my home studio Dudley mm. wilson institute of dance shout out to them amina love you down um but it's not open anymore the yeah, yeah. studio disbanded for a, a lot of reasons mm. but um yeah so i got offered a teaching position there because she needed the, the um the director needed the uh, staff and because of that, you know, I did find a joy in teaching. So then I ended up uh, getting a job at Step by Step here in Cornwall. Mm -hmm. um, Cornwall and Hudson. Uh, Rhonda, she is my director, boss. But that's family right there, though. Love love it there. So, um, yeah, I, I, I fell into teaching. Um, I fell in love with it because um, I, I just I love to create. And if I m my thought process was if I'm not going to be able to make it, I want to at least share the passion and knowledge down to people who will probably take it and go somewhere with it. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. Um, and, you know, like I love my students and they're great, very talented kids. You know, a lot of them, you know, some of them are out in the city doing their thing. Some of them are in car, uh, car crazy college college <laughs> Car cartilage <laughs> <laughs> i can't speak either people go to school <laughs> don't drop out 
Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So like that's how I fell into teaching. Just like you know, just mm. trying to find my way. But then it's like in the whole teaching thing, I kind of started feeling lost again. Yeah, yeah. Which is why I'm where I'm at now. Well, it's fun. I mean, you just you just spoke a book, man. We could go chapter by chapter what you just said, but um. Sorry, I, I do that. No, that's great. This is the type of this is the type of guest I need. You this know, content right here, baby. But um, yeah, the lack of confidence that creates the laziness is something that I'd suffered from. I think I still suffer every fucking day. I'm still like, ah, I'm not really confident in this thing. Fuck it. And turn on the PlayStation. Yeah, and, 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 and it's a shame that we ourselves are in our own way. Yeah. To like the goal. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you realize, like you obviously came to a realization, you got the confidence, you know what I mean? Like you had to, um, cause you did lose a how do you remember how heavy you were? Cause you were I was what, heavy. heavy. I was, I was the, the heaviest I was, was about two sixty something. Two sixty. Okay. How much you weigh right now? Right now I'm like, uh, like an exact one eighty. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So you say the confidence was just like me too. I struggle with weight. I mean, my junior year, I was like 280. No, yeah, I, yeah, I remember you were a chunk. I was a chunky you dude, a chunk. man, and I knew I was like, I have to get rid of this weight. No, now. absolutely, and but and, and honestly, like the like the whole weight loss like totally did wonders for my confidence. Mm-hmm. Like that, yeah, not even just in like the way I like look, but like in the way that I feel. And I found that that when I had so I lost that weight during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um. Thankfully, because yeah. like it's either or, either you gained the weight or you lost it. I was going through like a pretty tough breakup by the time, and I got really tired of being so fucking sad. And mind you, I was giving you like teenage girl in her bedroom sobbing over her boyfriend, like in the movies. Like, like I was doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, but honestly, it was bad. Like that yeah. breakup was so bad for me. Uh-huh. Um, so I, you know, I just put all that, all that energy of of the crying and being sad into like working out. So I was on YouTube looking up videos on how to like you know lose weight and like you know training with trainers online, and I kind of fell in love with like working out. And it's fun. It's fun. Makes you and feel like a uh, makes you feel like a main character. Absolutely. And you know what though? Like I will say that I did fall out of love with it for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm getting back into it. It's just because you know, like uh, Planet Fitness. I don't. Like, for all you out there who says that Planet Fitness is not a gym, shut up. Like if I get a workout in, if I get a sweat in, it's a gym. Thanks. If you want to pay for my fucking membership, then it's, do so. It's the Walmart of gyms, though. That's sure. fine. Yeah. But guess what? I go to Planet. He listen, goes to Planet. We all go to Planet. I know. I see y'all there. We go to Walmart. We, <laughs> listen, this no, this check's not from Walmart. <laughs> Anyways, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Besides the point, like you know, like you fall out of love with things. Like it just became stagnant. You know, they started letting like the high schoolers in, and then mm-hmm. you know they don't work out. They go there to fool around sometimes. You yep. know, um. So, but you know, we're we're getting we're getting back into it. Yep. I. I'm in my plateau era and I'm trying to get out of that. I've always plateaued at 180 because back in high school, I was like 180 at some point Mm -hmm. trying to get down to like at least 170, 160. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll see. I just like, I like to eat. Yeah, no, same. I I can't, I can't get past like the lightest. So I'd always been like significantly overweight as a kid and even into high school. And then Mm -hmm. senior year, I was 200. I made sure I stayed at 200 pounds for as long as I possibly could. I have been I shit you not. I have been 225 pounds for almost two years straight. I have not gained or lost weight. I've maintained, but now like, cause I wrestle, should I stay bigger? But I also skate and snowboard. So should I get small? Like 
you know um something too what's interesting to touch on is like uh the i guess the what the confidence or body dysmorphia or whatever right title you want to put on that and men especially men that perform like that 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 exists and it exists heavily in women like uh, the whole uh self-image and self-deprecating way to look at your your body obviously is it's very challenging but anybody that's out there that yeah. you know feels the same way like trust me it if you put in the work if you if you commit to making the change you'll find what you're looking for you're not alone yeah and even so, and trust me even sometimes like yeah i lost the weight and i still was like damn kind of still fucking empty yeah you know what's going oh on my god you know what's so funny like we're not funny honestly like um i became so obsessed with losing that weight and maintaining the weight that i was at mm-hmm. that i would I, I formed like a very unhealthy like relationship with food like i don't i mean i don't know if it was like a disorder trigger warning um thank you for that yeah I don't have hey, to listen that yeah. these listeners you never know mm-hmm. but um I would eat and then immediately get on the scale. Really? Yeah. Damn. Mind you, why would you do that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like you just enjoyed a meal. You did something so human and then you feel some sort of shame. That's yeah. crazy. But you know what? Like it's all the all these pressures, you know, of looking a certain way that just kind of like yeah, it's just it's it's mad annoying. Well, the the thing is for for men, for women, for every for every gender out there, for every per, uh, identifying whatever, um, I don't know how to phrase that. Let me re- rephrase that. We get you. We get yeah. you. We hear you. Yeah, we you hear see you. Us. Thank you. <laughs> um, it's so interesting because there is you see changes now in like uh, magazines, advertisement, television, movies, you know, you see all different types of characters, all different walks of life. However, there still is a certain, for some things, Broadway is like a big one. Um, there's a certain way you have to look, certain way you have to Absolutely. move and yada, yada, yada. But what I find so interesting is that uh, my girl, I'm not going to like share her full story, obviously, but Kara was told something by a teacher that she had in college that like, people pay to see Skinny on Broadway. And then we're sitting there watching the Tonys and she's just like, I'm never going to make it because I don't look like these people. Yada, yada. And then like Alex Newell pops up on stage and wins mm-hmm. a Tony Award. And I'm like, if somebody like this, not comparing the two, right. but if somebody like Alex can do it, what, what, Why because you're, you? because you're a curvy Latina, you think that's going to stop. And you. mind you, and who like, the fuck likes skinny people? Oh, whoa. No, nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I love everyone. I love um, everybody. Except, <laughs> except, except for this, except right for this twink sitting in the rocking chair over here. Um, <laughs> No, but and mind you, Kara's a gorgeous woman. Listen, I've had the pleasure of like getting to like meet her like very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. I know. Nice. Okay. She's the best. She's the best. I love what I okay. love my girlfriend. Sorry. No, no. Hey, listen, love on her. Yeah. Um, but um, and so fucking talented. So it's so it's so shameful that like someone who's so gorgeous and so talented is made to feel a certain way. Yeah. But at the same time, and that was your teacher that told her that that's, somebody that's that, supposed to inspire her. Like you yeah. said, you inspire your dance students. Right. You know, uh, it, 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 it's a shame that, like, you know, like the people who are supposed to teach you are the ones to bring you down. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Like um, a wise, wise, wise person once said, sometimes feelings aren't fact. So you got to take what like someone's saying and just like fuck it like you're not yeah. paying my bills you're not like yeah you're like you're my teacher but like you're not paying my bills and you're not gonna impede on me succeeding mm-hmm. rupaul said that by the way shout out rupaul i just keep quoting this bitch rupaul's the goat man you know yeah greatest of all time <laughs> yeah 
the draggiest of all time. Well, I, we, Crazy. me and Kara, um, but yeah, obviously it hasn't stopped her because she's still out here booking shit and doing I stuff. So whatever that teacher said her, she go fu- that teacher can go fuck herself. Kara and I say, uh, we'll like quote Drag Race because she got me into it. Fuck I'm yeah. not a fan. I swear to God, but like he's lying. Well, he was ta- he was like gushing over Sasha Colby. Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. I was if you know, like, you know. Yo, I know this shit because I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. The biggest thing that's like entertaining to me is like because it is like an art. It's an art form, and I'm like, this is really interesting. But what I really love is like when they're like in between going on the runway or like whatever in between like the final moment mm-hmm. of the performance, and they're like talking mad shit about each other. But it's the most like. Something that would never bother me, but like the fact that it, I mean, it's reality TV. That's how it works. But it'll be like, yeah, your wig for the uh, Carol Channing impression was not it, and then it's just like, <gasps> not the. Well, you know what? Though, it'll be some shit like that. that I'm like, that's mad that's funny. We, that's, that's fucking hilarious. So that's what we call reading. That's yeah. banter. You know, um, just the same way that you and your boys would like, you know, banter in the locker room. Yeah. Same exact thing. It's just our way of doing that. Um, but no, re- reading is definitely like a big part of the drag community. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just like you're with your girls. We feel good or guys, you know, there's drag kings out there. Shout out to my drag kings, you know. And what's a drag king? Is that a girl as a guy or? It's whoever wants oh, okay. to do it. Okay. I've never like, heard that term before. No, no. Yeah. It, and, and it's, I think it's important for me to be here because yes, I'm so new to like the community, but like I'm in a way like almost like a portal for like other like for your view like your listeners viewers to like kind of learn a bit yeah. more too you know um so that's why i'm kind of like putting in you know a lot of like you know like no i appreciate you know, like that mentioning, like yeah. you know mentioning rupaul mentioning like you know my drag kings out there mm-hmm. you know um but no a dra- anyone could be a drag king anyone could be a drag queen you know gotcha. what i mean okay. you have your um cisgendered you know your your born female mm-hmm. women who are drag queens you know they do drag too. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. and then you know, I could be a drag king if I wanted to. You know, like because I am a man. Yeah. Right. I, I, I sometimes I look masculine. You know, and if I want to keep that whole masculine, quote unquote, masculine thing going, I'll do drag king stuff. Mm. But then you know, you have like your um, you have you know, um, women identifying you know individuals who want to do drag. They'll be drag kings. Gotcha. Right. Okay. For those of you out there that have never uh, experienced drag. I, I definitely I could say you know I recommend to to, to give it a try because I went to a drag show for Aunt Doris's 80th birthday and I obviously I had my like opinions about it I was like Shout oh hell Aunt no Doris. I was like oh man I don't know about this like Matt and then I get there I'm like wait what in the blue why am I stressed about this this is literally just eating food and watching people fucking lip sync like this watching is watching a bunch of crossdressers yeah it's like I had a good time did they pick me out of the crowd a bunch of times yes well listen, but when, also too it was like kind of fun to be a part of something when and, when you listen. When you are a strapping young man or older man, like, you know, and we know it, we yeah. sniff you guys out. Mm-hmm. We know. Because you could, you gotta like, cause you don't want somebody in your audience like that may present as like uncomfortable or just being like, you know, yeah, you well, have the to. most important part is, you know, finding someone in the crowd is going to be comfortable, you know? And if you are a good drag performer, a very good drag performer, you're going to pick up on those like, um, those feelings like of someone like someone's down for the get down or mm. not yeah you know so like consent is very important you know making sure that you don't make someone feel uncomfortable is very important but like someone like you i feel like you're just down as long as like you're you know as long as like no one's being disrespectful yeah. like you are someone who's just down like i'm here for a good fucking time i'm here to vibe you know, man. So- well because i don't want to be one of those people well it's funny because you know i used to think a different way i'm not gonna lie when i was younger because you hang out with like you know with 
uh, people that are. I mean, most guys are like you know. No, we just and, are. And, and you know it's it's fair, uh, but the, uh, that's why it's important you know for um, people to be exposed to a lot of new things yeah. because. We don't stop learning as individuals. We never stop learning. Like even at Some the age, do, unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah. but that's their fault. Mm-hmm. That's 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 on them. We talk about that a lot about how people just hit a certain age and just go. All right, they I'm plateaued done. in their knowledge, yeah. and that's a shame mm-hmm. because like the world is so loaded with so much information that why are you like just like so like it's fear. People are just scared of new. Yeah, you know what it is. Uh, well, that's what it is, but um, I'm. It's a shame. I, I could really go into it, but why waste our time on people who just want to stop well, learning? Yeah. Well, the funny thing for me was in high school, like doing playing football and then doing theater and then getting called like all types. I'm like one, like okay, oh man, you want to dance around on stage, man? That's that's weird, man. That's gay. That's whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then. That same person is running around naked in the locker room trying to grab other dudes' right. asses. And I'm like, so is that not? Is that straighter than what I'm doing? Right. People and pick- I'm hanging out with girls all day. Period. So I don't really understand. You know, stage the- kissing, dancing, yeah, grabbing on them and stuff. Whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, and you know, again, too, when you're like a straight guy doing musical theater, it's just like women just gravitate towards you. I mean, my yeah. girlfriend now is a musical theater. Like, you know, I guess I have a and thing for you, musical she's theater hot. Girls. Exactly. Hot, so. I'll tell you what. Football never got me pussy. Skateboarding sure that, as hell didn't. That's crazy. Musical theater got me laid big time. Mom or anybody's parents that are out here listening to that, I'm sorry that you had to hear that. Uh, listen, we're adults. Yeah. But um, like like you said, like when the when the drag queens get together and like bantering, it's like yeah, guys do that. Everybody fucking does that. So it's funny to like pass judgment because they're doing it in a different way. It's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. It's because like that shit's mad entertaining. Though. I is. could watch no, that for is, hours. It is. But I think like what asked to was like the sound effects. Yeah. Like yeah, it's like boom, boom, boom. Yo, no, literally, like on Drag Race, like when someone's throwing shade, there's always like this rattlesnake sound effect. <laughs> yes, very that, and it's hilarious. I love it. I like when it cuts to the the them after the fact when they're like talking. Like I really think you know she's just here just to do whatever, and, and then it cuts back to like actual. That shit's so funny to me. Yeah, because uh, we were dog sitting for Miles's family, and we were she was just be watching Drag Race, and I'd come home from like work or whatever, and I'm just like, okay, we were watching wrestling after this, and then I was like, damn, this is actually kind of interesting. I'm actually, not gonna fun lie. fact: if you actually watch season five, I believe episode two, there's it's a wrestling challenge. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that. It's out. It's hilarious. It's so stupid, but it's so good. So I guess on that uh, note, so what got you into drag? Like, how did you start doing drag? Okay, so it was season six of RuPaul's Drag Race. I um, was watching it, and then this queen, Adore Delano, she came out in the entrance room. You know how, like, every season, one by one, they walk in? Yeah. I recognized her from, like, YouTube. She did American Idol prior to drag. And I was like, oh, my God, I love her. So I just stayed tuned in. And then I just kind of fell into this hole of like drag. And I was like, oh my God. And I watched him perform. And I was like, I want to do that so bad. But I, so then I started, you know, like practicing the makeup in like my bedroom at like three o'clock in the morning because I didn't want to get caught, you know? Like, it, like, it's like. How old are you context wise of this? Oh, at the time I was about 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, you know. You didn't want to get caught putting makeup on? No. By who? My mother. Your mom didn't know you were like. She knew I was gay, but like, 
It is, is there one, like a line like you can be listen, gay but don't wear makeup? It's it's kind of yeah. It's okay. like it's one thing to be gay, but it's another to like you know do all the like do all the makeup. You know, yeah. just be overly feminine. You know, like it's 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 complicated because it's like doing drag was like another like it was like another form of coming out. Mm. Like I already came out. They yeah. already know that I'm gay. And at that time, like um, we were st- like my family was still trying to get comfortable with me being gay. Gotcha. They knew, but it's, but it's, ne- <laughs> he's what? <gasps> uh, right. I'm like, girl, anyways. <laughs> okay. Because I wanted the pink Disney storybook when I was five years old, but I got the blue one and I was very upset mm. at the Christmas tree. Come on. Uh, now. Didn't that happen to you, Spence? <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, so I, uh, you know, like I was exposed to drag by RuPaul's drag race. Mm. Um, and you know, it's been like a desire of mine for like the last 10 years. And I wish I started sooner, but it was the whole weight thing. I, anyone can do drag, mm. any shape, any size. But I knew that for my fantasy, for my character, I wanted to be just a slightly more fit. And yeah, it's a toxic way of thinking. You know, it was my inner saboteur that got on the way, you know, of me doing saboteur. something that I was meant to do. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so I would practice the makeup in my bedroom and then started teaching dance did makeup and hair for the musicals so like everything wow you were piecing this together like literally no dead ass like everything that i was doing in life brought me here wow yeah so i this is honestly i feel like i was meant to do this like i was born to do this um and you know that may sound kind of like to some people but that's how i feel like i think i was meant to do this i was born for it and i'm i'm excited to like to just keep doing it and kill it and honestly, like, I'm going to make 2024 my bitch. Like, I'm going to, like... The year of the dragon. Yeah. It is the year of the oh, dragon. Shit. So Work. there you go. Um, but, yeah, no. And, yeah, so, like, everything, like, you know, like, that I've been doing has, like, led to this. Wow. To cross-dress. To cross-dress. <laughs> it's all come Took together. my balls, like, up into, like... That was going to be my next question. Of course it was. I knew it. <laughs> you know what? I added that in there because I knew that you were going to get to the nitty-gritty. <laughs> Speaking I was nitty gritty. I was literally on FaceTime with Kara last night, and I was like, "She was like, who's? What are you doing tomorrow?" I was like, "I'm recording a podcast episode." Oh, who's the guest? I was like, "James." And she goes, "Please don't ask him about tucking." And ah. I was like, "I'm asking him about tucking." She's like, "He might get offended." I'm like, "Kara, James and I go way back. We've had some crazy ass <laughs> conversations before." Sure. Okay? And listen, honestly, like I am like the least. It's got me. Is it uncomfortable? I mean, you no, get no. It's just a, I don't give a shit. Listen, is there a strategy like left, right, center? You want to know for sure? Okay. I just, I'm curious. I'm going to be as descriptive as possible, right? Okay. Um, So. Listeners, if you don't want to hear this, skip it. <laughs> no, listen to it. Y'all, <laughs> you all want to know how I hide my, how I make my shit into a hoo-ha. Every, I was, I was like, wait, they do that? That's crazy. But okay. like, you know, so fuck it. You have your like, your penis and then you have your testicles, right? Yep. So what you do is you have to take, uh, three strips or more some people need more mm-hmm. <laughs> um three or, or whatever like strips of vinyl tape we use oh you vi- tape yes we use vinyl ah. tape it's like clear vinyl tape that's um meant for um covering holes in boats is water resistant because of sweat <laughs> yeah um i didn't know that also, that made so much sense also though. listen sh- to, to those who want to try the art of tucking it is best if you shave Trust I would have just assumed so with tape now being thrown into play. Sometimes I don't. I, I sometimes I don't. I get lazy. You know. Sometimes like you know the trade likes. Like, a I'll, little, I'll tuck when listen, I get home. Listen, sometimes the trade likes a little bit of hair. You know. So you know what? Gotta whatever gets you some. In your words, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> whatever the gay equivalent of that would be would be that. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> back to back to my talk. 
<laughs> so you take the three sips of tape and then you put some paper towel on it because you want to cover, you know, the glands. Yeah. So you got to take the penis and then you like tuck it up. Like you like you it's it's flexible, right? Yeah. So you kind of just just go down. Just you, I mean, you push her into like it's like almost like your taint area. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Okay. And then you pull the tape up through your butt cheeks and uh, you plaster it onto like your lower back and then the testicles you actually there's like pockets up there where you can just push them up you know how like the when whole you get thing, a hernia that's where they go right and yeah. you know the whole thing like you know like all your balls are raising or yeah, whatever yeah. or yeah. your balls haven't dropped yet that's where the balls you're are just putting them back home you're putting <laughs> yes <laughs> stupid and that is how you talk with bambi the drag queen <laughs> I'll do a video tutorial for those who want it. There we go. I'll do it on my Patreon, five dollars. Yeah, some they'll get people to sub. There's a lot of people out there that just are just willing to spend money to see anything on the internet. Yeah, the I love the internet for that. Internet's great. I mean, hey, you know, thanks to the internet, some people can finance a Ferrari or some shit. Like, no, you know, seriously. And that's how, like, you know, that's how I learned a lot of, like, you know, the stuff that I, like, you know, like makeup and stuff and hair for drag. It's mm. the internet. Yeah. Like, you know, back in the day, um, uh, the drag queens who've paved the way for me, for a lot of us, they've had to do it on their own. Yeah. Find it out on their own. Mm. I mean, do you really think that, like, how do you, like, some, like, can you just imagine, like, someone was like, ah, oh, I need to, like, make the illusion of me not having, like, like you know, genitals, like, well, not these genitals, you know, like, have, like, dick and balls. How can I make it look like I have, like, a vagina? Yeah. Tape, uh, but they they would use duct tape then. Hey, but you know, that's got to be fucking painful as shit. Oh my god, you I become numb imagine. to it. Yeah, no, you I imagine after it, a while, but yeah. like it uh, sometimes like the like the wrong move will get like the tape to peel just a little bit in that and one little area, and you feel it. You're like, ooh, <laughs> no, literally. And I'm telling you, I've popped the tuck a few times. Damn, yeah, dick out. Too many splits, baby. Yeah, guy. You, oh no, not dick out. It's balls out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time I did a performance, and I did a little too much. And well, not that I should have, because I'm gonna give it to my audience. I'm gonna do what I do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I remember like I popped a tuck once. I had to like slap that bitch back in place. Watch. So I did like the, like the song that I did like talked about you know, like pussy pop, mm-hmm. like something like, right and. I used that moment to like do like a mm, mm, mm. like I was I stopped uh, my, <laughs> yeah, I was get like, in there bah, bah. yeah I popped the tuck mm. a little bit I just slapped her back into place slap but back listen into place. the gays were living they saw like they saw like a crossroads like tapped her vagine yeah I got money thrown at me I love drag I love having money you probably at make me. a lot of money doing that drag right it depends on the night you know if the audience is good yes if I actually do like great yes mm. because like you know listen not every performance is gonna be amazing yeah yeah and the obvi- it depends a lot on the crowd too because the crowd yeah. throws money yeah but you know I try not to um what's the, I try not to like rely on the audience throwing money at me like as like a as like a form of like oh I'm, I'm killing it I'm killing it because mm. that could easily like you know sway your mentality to be like oh I'm not doing so great because some yeah. the some economy's people, tough yeah no it is like but some people just you know either they don't have the money to throw at you because mm. times are tough you know or two like you know they're just they're not aware of like you know how this works you know tipping your drag queens yeah drag artists you know kings and stuff yeah interesting who's talking right now who's that oh it's Gigi 
<clears throat> so um creating the band like uh so you had been essentially workshopping your drag career without even realizing it without even realizing it yeah you finally connected pieces it was like a light bulb went off for you well yeah and luckily it did because a, <laughs> a rainbow light bulb <laughs> crazy but where did you come up with the name bambi okay so my ex and i we were hanging out we actually had covid together mm-hmm. and we were just watching drag race that's romantic having covid together yeah mind you we were still we were exes at the time but that's, a, that's my best friend mm-hmm He's one of my roommates too. Oh my god! Shout out to you. But he's, that's my best friend. Okay. Like aside from like the history that maybe my friends know, but that's you know like it's one of the, like only you know, only you know. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And whatever. But anyway, so we were just watching Drag Race, and I was like, I'm gonna do this. I don't care. Da da da. Also, mind you, one of the many times that I said I was gonna do drag and then didn't, um, because I've been teeter tottering on it. I've had friends like do it. Okay. I feel like we talked about it like even when i was in high school like you should do drag like i feel yes. like we've mentioned it a couple yeah, times yeah but you've it's always like, had it's like again you know that confidence thing you know mm. i and the last 10 years i've been buying drag just to not wear it mm. but um just like spencer yeah Sorry. that's the last <laughs> one i'll do i swear not too much i'm always spencer he's just sitting there quietly it's um, too quiet <laughs> no what yeah <laughs> what ADHD. um you're talking about yes the name yeah <laughs> You're talking about COVID. You're watching Drag Race with your ex yes. at the time. Um, I'm gonna do it, and I was like, I need to think of a drag name. And then prior to like just the whole drag thing, it was when we started dating. He, I he admitted to me. I was talking your Facebook, and I was like, oh okay. And he's like, I found like I, I saw that like I guess Facebook had a feature where you can have a nickname or something like that at mm. one point. He said, Why are you nicknamed Bambi? I was like, Bambi. He's like, Yeah, and I was like. I don't know. I've never like no one's ever called me Bambi. I've never set that up or something. At uh, least I don't remember. But why would I call myself Bambi? Right. Without even doing drag. Yeah. You know. So whatever. That I guess that stayed in the back of my mind because I was like in bed dying. I was like, oh, I need a I need a name. I need a name. I need a name. And I've had a slew of names over the years. You know, uh, like I've um the first name I ever did, like, you know, like contemplate was Arabia. Why? Arabia. Because yeah. Arabian Nights. You guys did Arabian Nights. Sure. Sure. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I wanted Arabia and then like that didn't stick. And then, you know, I've teeter tottered on like, you know, this name. What was it? Ava, like EVA. I don't know why. Um, Eva. E- Ava, Eva. I don't know. So now you're, that's another Disney character. That's the robot from Wally. Sure. I didn't watch Wally. But that's the the female robot. Okay, work. Yeah. Yes, Eva, Ava. Uh, and then I also like uh, contemplated like Leona because I'm a Leo. I was like, let me lose my. But I was like, no, that sounds like an old old lady. But then I was like, oh shit, wait, Bambi. He's like Bambi, and I was like, yeah, I remember when you like da da da. I was like, he's like, yeah, it's like Bambi sounds cool. I like it. And you know what? It's giving. It's kind of giving like stripper. It does like you know, give you, like, you have a, like your Misty's Bambi. Yeah, it's like a one word. Yeah, and I originally was gonna go with Bambi Locks L O X because uh-huh. there was a like a little lock on my nightstand. I, I I was like Bambi. Okay, looked around the room. Lock lo- locks locks Bambi locks, and that sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cunty. Can we say that? Apple? You can say cunty. Okay, yeah, cool yeah. work. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Apple, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. Spotify will let you say whatever the hell yeah, you want. Yeah, <laughs> we love Spotify. Um, but ultimately, you know, I decided on like the one name because 
I feel like just a single name just call like calls people ca- catches people's attention like Madonna. Mm-hmm. You know, um, who else has one name? Prince. Prince. You know what I mean? So like, I think the one name is cool. Yeah, that's Prince how Bam became. Name, shit. So like, it was the th- thanks to my ex <laughs> for stalking my Facebook. Drake. Duh. Drake. Drake. That's another yes. one. Yes. But yeah, so thanks for my extra talk on Facebook and putting that in my brain. Um, and Bambi was created. Yeah, and also like I just I just love like the like looking so cunty, looking so fierce, but having such a, like a sweet name. Yeah, there's like because Bambi is like a doe-eyed deer. Yeah, the deer from Bambi. Yeah, named Bambi. The deer <laughs> the movie. from Bambi named Bambi. Yeah. So, so how did you get? So this was during COVID. You found the name. You already had. The dancing background yes. and the makeup and the wig. Actually, my makeup wasn't as great as it is now. Okay. Well, um, obviously, you know, trial by error. I mean, listen, like I knew how to do the makeup, but it was finding my face. Uh, but I finding my face happened very quickly. Gotcha. Thankfully. So I did how have did the makeup skills. First show? Huh? How did you end up getting to your first show? So my friend Andromeda, who is now my drag mother, um, she started doing drag, I believe, in 2018. Uh, She's a local too. I think lives like in like Walden. Um, I'm pretty sure Andromeda was at Illuminated, so I feel like we might have had an maybe, interaction with. Maybe them. I think it was that. Maybe one. yeah. So Andromeda, she's Andromeda. a premier beauty drag queen of the Hudson Valley. You know, um, and she started doing her own shows. She started out in New Paltz with Show Pony as well, who mm-hmm. I mentioned previously, and she's been doing it. She's been in the game for about five years. But now she's like she has her own show on Friday. She's killing it. Like she's getting like these job offers, you know, work to work at these venues. We just did Silk Factory. Um, she does Happy Valley every so at the arcade bar in Beacon. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, it's like her monthly thing. Um, so she's killing it. And she's been one of the few to like one of the many actually to like tell me to do drag. Um, and she's just been waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally, I was just like, I need to do something. Um, I want to do something to make me happy like the teaching became like all right it's not for me anymore like it's i'm doing this for other people like now i'm just feeling like it's work so um i she does open sets on her uh weekly gigs mm-hmm. um at the roosevelt mm-hmm. and i did an open set and honestly like the rest was like history from there like wow. I, yeah i got like a i i felt like i had a very good showing there's a clip of me like doing like a stunt. Oh yeah, the money that was flying. Ugh, no, literally. Yeah. And it was a packed night. So I, yeah, it was it was long overdue. That's why I, that's how I started getting into it. And then from there, you know, she <laughs> she claimed me as her drag daughter because I was good. There you go. <laughs> Listen, like the drag family has to look good, has to be good. So, mm-hmm. um, not to be vain, but like I'm vain. Um, we yeah. <laughs> put that on a t-shirt. Ooh, that's yes. a quote. Not to be vain, I'm vain. Bambi. Not to be vain. You need merch. I'm, Bambi merch. You know what's funny? Uh, I actually uh commissioned a uh artist on from Instagram. Mm. Uh, his, what's his name? It's Noah Noah Pleasure, I think. Mm. Um, he does like Monster High and Brad Stall illustrations of like celebrities. Ah, that's cool. And I I inspire like my drag my makeup off of brats dolls just because like i loved brats really up. okay fuck barbie wow hot take i, I listen i'm a brats gay okay. okay are there barbie gays and brats gays is that a thing? actually i think there's a little i think just gay thing it's a gay thing i just think it's a community like brats versus barbie that's a thing you see did you see the barbie movie yeah 
What did you catch the reference to the Bratz dolls in there? I did. Okay. I was like, they need their own. Bratz needs to needs another movie because the movie that they have was chopped. Bratz. Yeah. Kara's was, a big Bratz gal. Because she looks like a Bratz doll. Yeah. Exactly. Some people identify Barbie just like same thing. You know, like uh, for us straight people, I guess it would be Marvel <laughs> and DC. I don't know. I'm nope. just kidding. I'm just, that. I don't know. It's very that franchise versus franchise. Yeah. Straight dudes. Nah, I'm just kidding. We love y'all. Hey, you know, everybody should just fucking stop complaining about what the other group is doing and just, just be chill. We'd get a lot more done as a society if we oh, stopped absolutely. fucking bitching at each we're other. We're just trying to mind our business. Yeah. We're minding our business. We're doing what we want to do. We, we're, we're not, like, judging y'all on what y'all do. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you like to wrestle? Work. Yeah, when, yeah. when when's the, When's the next show? I will come watch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's that easy. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. just like people are just scared of, of of that. People are scared of us. That's why, like, they're like you know, like these bands are happening, you know, down the south with drag, you know. They're well, it's just, the south, you know. They're that always, too. <laughs> but they're just listen, <laughs> who the fuck wants to go there besides Disney World? That part. But yeah. they're just scared of us. They're scared of different yeah. people. But like, and you know, like, there's always that saying, like, "Well, back in my day, we didn't have this." No, it was you there. did. It was just, but y- your your ancestors were just trying to like hide it. Yeah. Well, the funny argument that I always hear with that is like, "Well, years ago, you didn't you didn't see the things you're seeing now." It's like, well, one, internet exists. Mm-hmm. Two, thankfully, some places have been a lot more safe for people. And yeah, obviously, like somebody like yourself living in the 1950s probably would have had a hard fucking time. As opposed to today's standards, and that's yeah. kind of like the good thing. But the argument is like, well, uh, guys marrying each other—that that—that's not whatever. And then I'm like, you know, you learn in college that it, the earliest civilizations in ancient Rome, ancient Greece, like the the political leaders of the time had literal like gay sex slaves yeah. that were underage boys. Yeah, and that was like, nah, it's not gay. It's like super masculine yeah yeah okay because like even to, back then they were taking advantage of little boys as super yeah, masculine like right? you learn you learn shit like that and it's like well it's like you know maybe just focus on yourself you know no for maybe, sure that's a thought i remember when i went to comic-con and we were walking over to this that's drag. Uh, across the oh fucking course cosplaying? It is. that's drag and i we love walk, cosplay oh my god the, it's sick. i've seen some crazy ass shit at comic-con good and bad Walking across the street <laughs> to the Javits Center, and there's these like crazy religious groups, like with the picket signs and stuff. And at like, Comic Con, yeah, you're all going to hell because you're worshiping these devil characters, and it's just like I had like a, Bro. I think I had a Captain America shirt on, and I'm like, what? Like, give it, give it a rest. Yeah, it's like you went out of your way to to do that. Is like really funny to like, me. Like, are you not tired? Like, what times you wake up this morning? You made that sign no, yourself. Dead ass. You know? Like, yeah. go home. Go like. Go find something fun to do. They can't. You're, exactly. Like, you, like y'all are that unhappy that you're going to come to something that's making somebody happy just to quote unquote preach. Mm-hmm. I loathe those people because. Have you ever encountered those uh, uh, yes. people at your drag shows? Not on my drag shows, but like, you know, when I've gone to Pride. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously. You know, Pride's like, like the biggest like pro- thing. Yeah. Quote unquote protesters there. Yeah. Um, I get a kick out of it, though. Yeah. Like they still went. Like the, they still, still went. You, you know? still came to my space. Exactly. And yes, I did stand in front of them. You go to Pride got, every year? Not every year. Okay. Um, that's a commitment. Yeah. It's well, a commitment. Uh, do they do? I'm assuming they do dra- drag yes. at Pride. Is that every, like a goal? Listen, is that like a, a a mecca for like doing drag? Is there like obviously like RuPaul's Drag Race is like TV, right? But it, what are like some 
uh, like accolades that drag performers look like places to go or things to perform, people to perform with. Oh, that's do you funny. have a list of that, or you're still just like fuck? I'll do, do I whatever. Have my own list. Okay, so I mean, everyone's journey is a bit different. You know, some drag artists don't want to get on RuPaul's Drag Race. They don't. Mm. They don't have that desire. Gotcha. I do. Um, <laughs> of course you fucking do. I've known you for like ten years. You yeah. tell me you don't so want to be on I TV. I do. You know what I mean? Every, uh, so like. I guess I can't speak like on like are there specific accolades because everyone has their own um, goal. Gotcha. For me personally, I would love to get on Drag Race because that gives you a platform to be seen. Yeah. And one thing about James and Bambi is he and she love attention. I really love attention. Yeah. And you know what? Like sometimes I'll play off like I don't. I do. It's my <laughs> it's my it's my Leo. It's yeah, my Leo. Yeah, yeah. So I love attention. Um, but then like sometimes I backpedal like, wait, no, that's too much. Ah, it's my Gemini. Gotcha. gotcha. But, um, that's my big two, my big, and I'm a Scorpio rising Leo sun, Gemini moon, Man, Scorpio don't rising. Don't ask me, fuck? listen, don't ask me about details. I don't, I just know what I am. And that's it. But you know, back in my day when girls were like, when I was single and they'd ask me what my sign oh my is, God, what's I'd, your sign? I'd always like, lie. And they'd be like, Oh, I totally see it. And I'm like, you're a fucking, you're a fucking idiot. Lying. I'm lying. I'm a, but I'm sometimes those descriptions are pretty accurate. Oh yeah, yeah. But, but no, but like back to my goals. My bad. I talk a lot, y'all. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm here. Uh, so my goal, I would love to get on Drag Race to give me a platform to be seen, show off my talents, and um, you know, I want to get that RuPaul track. You know what I mean? Like yeah, even if I don't win, because getting on the show is already a win in itself. Absolutely. Because some of the greatest, like some of the current greatest, like drag artists that come off that show were people who didn't win. Like you have like Vanessa Vanjie Mateo. You have Georges, um, you you have like all these names, right? The that Trixie, did, Trixie, Trixie Mattel. Well, at some point she did win. Okay, she won. In, she won in all. Kara watches season. her on YouTube. Of course, I love it. That shit is mad funny. I'll just be we s- talk about Kara a lot here. So, I, I was just trying to connect. I wanted her to be in here so you know we could do. She, you guys can fucking honestly girl, I, girl talk all day about. Well, drag you know race. what? We, I I think it's good that she's not here only because she we would take over your show. That's hey. Nothing like taking over a not, straight man's space, not a horrible, right? <laughs> not a horrible, you know. Yeah, um, no, can't do that. Cancel. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, so I want to get on the show. And listen, with the show comes touring opportunities, you know. What I want to do, though, is I want to get on Work the World. That's W-E-R-Q, Work mm. the World. It's a tour that they do. They have, like, the drag uh, queens um, get on that tour, and they just do this whole performance, like, every year, all over the world. There's also... RuPaul's Drag Race Live in Vegas. They got mm. their uh, residency in, I think it was, it's the Flamingo Hotel in Vegas. Yeah. That checks uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and, um, yeah, so, like, I just I just want to, I want to do this. Just want to like, do it all. Fuck I wanna, it. I want a big stage. Yes. Yeah. And then, you know, they always, like, you know, they, there's always, like, a few that put out music, but shit, shit, maybe Bambi could, like, get on, like, you know, get in the studio and do a little something, something. Now that you've, identified what you believe you were put into this earth to do the options are in theory endless yeah it's really just up now it's up to you yeah just like you know the laziness now that you have the confidence the laziness is slowly going yeah. away it well, might come listen, back in strides you, sometimes the laziness is still there yeah but that's it's more so because i'm just so tired gotcha drag is really tired how often do you perform um so I try to do every open set in the area mm. because I just want to perform. 
Yeah. You know, um, it's training. It's pra- yes. There really isn't anywhere else to practice. Exactly. So you're training, you're prepping, you're making money. Mm-hmm. The tips are nice sometimes. You don't got to pay bills. It's, 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 it's at the point where it's now kind of becoming a job, but it's fine. I would, I, to get to do what you want to do full time exactly. is kind of the dream come true for yeah myself yeah, yeah. for all of us really yep. and uh the opportunities like you said they are endless like okay so i'm only seven months in right and that's it yeah wow okay yeah, yeah, yeah um and i i get like a lot of you know like um compliments like you know like oh my god like you're so new but you look so good and you do so good and i love that because a lot of like you know a lot of you know, I. How do I describe? Okay, so your rite of passage and drag. A lot of the times, you have to look chopped. Like people yeah, go yeah, to that yeah. phase when they start and it's like they don't look so great. I didn't want that for me. I wanted to. It, that's when the vanity comes in. Gotcha. <laughs> um, I wanted to, my first time. I wanted to look good, and I did. You know, the makeup was correct, the hair was correct, the outfit was correct. You know, yeah. Gotta work. Yeah, it's stupid. Um, Yeah, so like being so new and already getting some of the opportunities that I got were great. Like I'm already getting booked out here in the Hudson Valley. Now, mind you, there's not much, there's not many to book, you know what I mean? But like um, I'm still grateful for it because like out of all the people that could be getting booked, you know, like I'm still getting bookings. Yeah. But, you know, but Andromeda, mother, she is she blesses the kids. You know, she books very talented individuals, mm-hmm. and she has yet to book some more talented individuals. So I'm excited for like you know to see what else she has cooking up. It'll be a growing but, scene up here. Yeah, you know that's and all art across absolutely. the board in the Hudson Valley. But um, but me as an individual, like I've already gotten booked in the city. Nice being new, like in the city at uh getting booked at the stonewall inn by the way which is like a historical mm-hmm. like uh bar you know where like the gay riots and where is that that's um in the city where specifically i don't know i know it's on christmas <laughs> street okay um but for me it was a very big deal to get booked in the city very early in mm-hmm. my career because a lot of the times to get a booking in the city you either had to have stomped the streets of new york city um uh, um for quite some time now you know typically to get the booking, you have to either enter a competition and win a booking or just really? do, yeah, wow. or do like a few open sets until someone who is in like pretty like big in the game mm-hmm. who has their own weekly shows or monthly, um, they see you frequently and they're like, oh, well, you're, you're great. Let's book you. Let's let's get you like to you know feature in my show. So it has like uh, Andromeda like in the people that you have up here, like they're connecting you with these people down in the city or they reach out to you. Uh, kind of. Uh, okay. So I've been booked by two Queens. Um, one of them being Lola Kiki, Lola, Michelle Kiki, who's actually a new Windsor resident. Really? She, yeah. And she, uh, could be she, my neighbor. Who knows? It, probably. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, dr- commutes down into the city to do her weekly and monthly shows. Mm. Um, she booked me because, uh, you know, she, uh, you know, I, we've seen each other in the, in the area. Um, and then I was also booked by Hibiscus. Um, she's another um, drag queen. I got booked by her because I actually went to her drag brunch with Katrina Lovelace at Fresco's Grand Cantina. It's in uh, Queens. I went to the brunch with uh, with my ex and mm-hmm. I lived. It was it was amazing. You know, I, I I did this on purpose. I was very calculated and uh I took a story like Boomerang 
of the venue and I tagged them in it. Mm. And then it was actually my birthday brunch that I went to with my ex. Um, they were, and I knew they were going to call out birthday people to go up and take a shower or something. Mm. They always do everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tagged them in it, right, on my story. And then they called, called out the birthday people. And, you know, they asked everyone what their name was, their age, and, like, you know, what they do. And I was like, oh, my name is James. I'm 28, but I taste 18. <laughs> and, Jesus and Christ. I'm a, da- I'm a dance teacher and baby drag queen. And then they were like, oh, you're a drag queen? And I was like, yeah. I was like, what's your name? I was like, Bambi. They're like, oh, you're Bambi. We just saw your story. I was like, I know. So ah, I, smart. Yes, listen. Smart. You have to, you kind of have to force yourself into something a little bit. You did, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So then what happened after that, they did the show. Awesome show. Hibiscus, Katrina, ate down mm-hmm. and slay the house boots down houston i'm deceased houston i'm deceased i'm gonna start saying that yeah i like that houston I'm i can't deceased. tell you who told me that who says that to me all the time because i talk about her too much but i got that from her too houston i'm deceased. it's somebody it's a quote from some youtube video it's like slay the house boots down houston i'm deceased i've never heard houston I'm deceased. it sounds like fucking gibberish that sounds so fucking kind it's fucking hilarious. I'm I'm a big fan of just ridiculous fucking sentences. If, you, if I uh-huh. hear somebody say something fucking crazy or just stupid, I'm, I'm gonna like, say it. What the fuck? Yeah, but <laughs> we love you, Kara. Yes, Kara. Thank you. He loves you. Um, no, but yeah. So then I, you know, they came to our table. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to them at the bar because you know, and I offered to buy them a shot, a little drinky poo, and you know, started t- <laughs> yeah, started talking to them. And um, they were like, oh, my God, you're really pretty. I was like, thanks. And like then, pretty as James or pretty as Bambi? Pretty as uh, Bambi. Oh, so no they, one, Who cares about James? Well, I was just always I'm curious kidding. how, like, compliments and talking about because you guys have, like, a... Yeah. Because yeah. in wrestling, you don't, like... Like, uh, it's a tiny bit different because you don't, like, talk about, like... Uh, like, my tag partner's name is Mike Fresh. I'm my real name in wrestling. But, like, if you're talking about Fresh, you're just talking about him. You're not talking about his gimmick. Right. You know what I mean? Well, they were talking about, like, you know, Bambi. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. But but to touch on that, though, like, with drag, uh, when you start doing drag, your real name just goes out the window. I'm Bambi yeah, to my yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Bambi to my friends. And, you know, a lot of the time, um, we, a lot of the time, I, they refer to me in she pronouns just because, like, they know me of my drag, yeah. so it's always like, oh, she, 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 and that's fine. That's cool. I don't mm. really care. Mm. I mean, I identify as like he, you know, out of drag, but whatever. Um, I know that they're talking about like me as my drag uh, persona, but um, when you start doing drag, your drag person just becomes your everyday thing. Gotcha. You know? But yeah, so back again. Oh my God. All this like. So much going on. Yeah, I know. ADHD. <laughs> wow. Um Huh? Damn. You need you need a second. That's uh, uh I need medication, baby. Fuck. Words. Can I have one of those saltines over there? I'm fucking starving. But yeah, um, you know, it's it's all in networking. You know, I networked with Hibiscus and Katrina there, and then she. So Hibiscus likes to book new talent. She likes to like you know work with new people. Um, so she does it often, but she didn't have to give me an opportunity. The thing is, she booked me without knowing what I do. Gotcha. Like she, like I mean, I've had like little, little clips on like on on uh, my Instagram, mm. but she 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 took a chance on me, and I think I had a really good showing. So the Lola, Lola Kiki, she so Hibiscus booked me first, and then Lola was like, I need somebody like last minute, 
can you do it? And I pretended like I had to check my schedule, but I was just terrified. <laughs> no, I was just terrified. I do that but all the time. No, I do it all the time. But you know what? I took it. I did it and ate uh, both times. So, yeah, no, I'm very grateful for, the, for those uh, opportunities because, you know, they, they come. Not everyone gets those opportunities. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm just like, I want more. Like, I want to actually want to I want to do more in the city. I want to. I want to perform in Bushwig. Bushwig is a like variety show, like a drag concert slash mm-hmm. show uh, where all walks of life in the city, they perform their mm-hmm. numbers. It's an all day thing. Gotcha. It's awesome. I want to do that. And I want to, you know, I would love to like have like a nomination at the Glam Awards, win an award at some point. Yeah. I just want to be in the city. You just want to do it. You just want to You, you want to be full time doing it. Yes. And that is... That's kind of the goal for people like us, I think. Because yeah. who the fuck, you know, who wants a normal job? Who wants to work at a warehouse or a plant fitness? Or I am a certified nine to five job hopper. Yeah. Yes. I listen. My ultimate goal is to perform, mm-hmm. right? So in order for me to do that, I have to work some regular job to like you know to you know pay for you know Bambi's body suits and boots and hair and makeup, you know. So, but one thing about me is I'm job hopping. Yeah. And you know we what? All do. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's it's annoying because like we have so much pressure to like hold on a job. Yes, ho- it's not that I can't hold on a job, but the second I'm unhappy with something, I'm leaving. Got to bounce. I'm bouncing. Yeah. Now that you have identified, uh, you know, that drag is is your thing. It's a thing that you were you were uh, passionate about, and this thing that you were doing. Confidence, your confidence. How much has it changed since becoming a performer from drag compared to earlier when we were talking about, you know, when you were heavier and you were younger? And So drag, honestly, has made me a bit more like a lot more confident. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you know, every now and then I still have like those lingering thoughts of like, oh, you're gross. Mm. <laughs> but like, you know, but like Bambi has definitely given, given me more of not even not not so much physical, but like mental, gotcha. you know, like. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, drag honestly brings out the real you, and it's funny though because like, you're kind of putting something else on, yeah. But it's like bringing out your most authentic self. Would you say because you're in the performance, like drag, and then performing, it doesn't allow time for you to think about like, oh, am I doing this? You're just, yeah. The brain's like off, and yeah. you're just going for it. Yeah. Um, a lot of. The, well, now when I perform, I kind of just like stop thinking and I just do mm. um, before. I mean, even sometimes now, like I will because I come from the dance world where everything is so rehearsed and yeah. planned out and you rehearse for months and months on in advance before like the show um, because I come from that. A lot of the times I will let that get in the way of my performances. Like I'll plan something. But realistically, when it comes to drag, you're not allowing like if you plan something too much, mm. you're not allowing it to come out naturally you know what i mean it's you Mm. have to just just and you know i'm still learning that and but like my last few performances i feel have been pretty freaking amazing because i've allowed myself to just kind of get lost in the music Mm. and in just like my performance i I still have like a ways to go yeah but i will say that there have been like a lot more times lately where i come out of performance not feeling bad and not you know like oh i wish i would have done this you know, so yeah, drag is definitely, you know, uh, it's added to my confidence gotcha. a whole lot. That's good, though, with uh, 
because after every performance you you want to possess the ability to be like okay i should have done this next time this worked this didn't work like when you stop doing that or when you can't possess the ability to do that i you know that's when you like I, I wouldn't say like necessarily plateau or whatever, but the goal always is to constantly be improving. Yeah. And it seems like yeah. uh, you're on that path. So you got that. Yeah. And with like, the confidence, it grows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will always like take notes of like, okay, wait, this didn't feel so good. Maybe I won't do this next time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Do you observe other uh, performers as well for always. like, gotcha. yeah. Um, you can only grow mm. if you seek inspiration. You know what I mean? Absolutely, like, yeah. Yeah, like you got like you have to watch somebody and like and just think like, okay, I like how they did this. Let me try this. All right, now how can I make it my own? Yeah, I mean that's what we do as film as filmmakers, yeah. especially. That's uh, but that's art though. You yep. know, people are inspired by the world. You know, other artists. Mm -hmm. You know, um, so yeah, no, always, I, I, you know, I have my inspirations. You know. Um, a lot of queens like from like Drag Race, a lot of local queens too. You mm -hmm. know, like they like you know of Drag Race. You you got Vanessa Vanjie Mateo, Georges inspires me, Sasha Colby, uh, you know Candy Muse, um, and then you know some local girls. So you know like I I am inspired by my my family here, my, my my drag family. You know Andromeda, she's inspiring. She kills a ballad. Okay. Andromeda kills a ballad, and that's a talent in itself. Because think about it. Yes, you're gonna love the queens, the artists who do all these stunts, the flips, the uh, the spins, the dips, yeah. the splits. But it takes a raw talent to be able to sell a fucking ballad. Just stand there, park and bark is what we call it. Yep, park and bark. Park and bark. Mm -hmm. Just stand there and then kill it emotionally. That's amazing. But yeah, so Andromeda, big inspiration for me. My sister's Manraya Carey. She's a Mariah Carey impersonator every so often. Mm. Sometimes she'll do her own thing. She inspires me too. I love her. Um, you know, Typhoid Mary. She's t uh, the premier alt goth queen. Bearded. Oh, they have goth? Yes. Okay. Like alt goth, whatever, you know, more so alt. But yeah. alt queen in Albany. She has her own show. She's killing it there, you know. Um, and then, you know, like my other family, my extended family, you know, uh, Lola DeVille. Hannah Divine, Angel, you know, all like those that's my immediate family, like in drag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then you have and that's good. You have uh yeah. a, a, a family yeah. to grow with. Yep, and for grow sure. In. And then you know, like the Queens in the City, you know, they inspire me too, you know, like we have like Essence, Athena, Hibiscus, Katrina Lovelace, uh, so much inspiration everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Has your actual family, your mom and your sister, or any of your family come to see you perform yet? Yeah, actually. Um, my mom and my sister came to my second performance. Mm -hmm. My sister, Liz, she's been also been one to like, do it, do it. Because at, at a very like young age, I've exposed her to drag too. Mm -hmm. Like I would force her to sit down and watch it with me until she just became a fan of her own. Mm -hmm. um, my mom, very, very supportive. That's I remember... Good. Yeah, I remember back then when I brought up the idea to her after her fully accepting that I was gay um, at about 18. I was like, Mom, like, I want to do this. And then she's no, like, really? hijo, no. <laughs> no, she never said no. She's like, are you sure? Like, what, what, what is this? And then I was like, Mom, I can make money off of it. And then, you know, I sat her down once to watch, like, the, sh the show. And she's like, oh, my God, that's kind of cool. Da, da, da. And then so when I started doing it, she's like, just – my mom – the first thing is just be careful, please. You know, there's bad people out there. You mm -hmm. know, I don't want you to get hurt. Like, what if someone comes to the bar, you know, shoots it up? I'm like, ma, that can happen anywhere. Yeah. 
But yeah, so no, very supportive. She loves it. And honestly, like my drag is kind of like an extension of my mom. Like my mom was a performer too. Mm. You know, um, my drag is kind of like a love letter to my mom. Even though I have yet to kind of do anything my mom would do, you know, per se. Yeah. I still inspire like the way I look, you know, like off of her. Like obviously, like it's more of a more of a countryer version. But like, mm-hmm. I already look at my mom. I like I look like my mom like out of drag already. Like she and I, we could be like kind of like twins. Um, but you know, Bambi's just like she she's a love letter to like my mother. You know, like um to like all the women in, in my in my life. You mm-hmm. know, like my mom, um my my bosses, like you know, like my boss Rhonda. She's a strong strong woman um over at step by step their studio in yeah, yeah. on mm. hudson mm. new york go get your kid registered oh yeah <laughs> more students please no huge inspiration for me strong women just inspire me my co-workers like celine montana nina all of them all the women in my life have inspired me that's what's up yeah I all get, the positive women in my life yeah i mean hey you know i would say all the there's been a lot Ms. of negative Clifford negative women that is me. oh yeah big shout out to Cliff big shout out to Cliff can't forget about that's her. like our mom that's our mom yeah. yeah no and I remember when I told her that I was gonna start doing this she was so excited oh yeah we when we were at NFA the other day she was like talking about you and I was like yeah we're gonna get him on the podcast and she was like he's killing it so happy for him yeah it's but he needs to come back and help me with these wigs yeah no because the thing is Cliff after high school she's always sent me audition uh, like ads and mm-hmm. stuff. And I would say I would go do them. I've done a few that she sent, but a lot I haven't done. Again, with the confidence thing. Yeah. But she's been pushing for me to perform, 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 because she knew that I was. She knows that I was meant for more than just working at like a desk job, working at Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. You know, not not knocking those careers. That's fun if you like it. I love it for you, but it's just not for me. Gotcha. Um. So, I'm, I I feel very fulfilled to finally be doing it, and her finally getting what she wanted from me having performance opportunities yeah that's all she wanted from me that's why she kind of like you know uh put me um she brought me up to do bring it on last year to choreograph it Mm. because last 2023 was a tough one um because i was finally um feeling those uh feelings of like i what am i doing Mm. yes i'm teaching i'm still involved in some sort of art form but now it's just like I'm doing like I've stopped doing anything for me. I'm more so doing this this for these kids, and I love them. Mm. But I James was put on the back burner, you know, and I and I would see like all my my call co- like my my classmates colleagues moving up and what they were doing, you know, they looked happy. People were getting married, having kids. I'm like, whoa, what the what do I what am I doing? And like what is? Yes, I'm teaching, but what am I showing? Yeah. Yes, I'm inspiring kids, and I love that. But like, but fuck that. At the same time, I want more. Same, yeah. Yes, I want more for me. So I was honestly spiraling. Um, I was working at a debt collection center. Fuck that job. Mm. First and foremost, fuck that job. I'm not gonna name drop them, but I kind of want to, but I'm not going to. Don't do it. Don't uh, give them the plug. No, exactly. Um, I was working at a, a call center, nine to five. It was very flexible, though. It's mm. what allowed me to start doing drag, you know. But I was so unhappy. I I was crying in my cubicle, like Damn. crying at work, C- going to the bathroom to cry. Damn. I was crying everywhere because I was not happy. So just getting in, involved in drag was like 
the gateway to like finding my happiness. But prior to that, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna move to Florida. I wanna I wanna dance. I wanna be a backup dancer for like Bad Bunny. I've always like, wanted to be a backup dancer. I just wanna wear like a tank top, cargo pants and just why okay why did you just describe my everyday outfit because that's what backup dancers wear yeah kind of but no i wanted to be a backup dancer so like i was like i'm gonna move to florida and that's a big move so yeah i was planning like to move to florida to pursue a uh a a career in dancing specifically backup dancing Mm -hmm. but the universe you know said no i guess you know like one of my good friends she and i were gonna go move there together she was gonna get a transfer from her um company that she was working with Mm -hmm. Um, but her job denied her transfer, so then it was just on me. So I was gonna go find an apartment somewhere, but it just wasn't happening. Like, uh, I had the money; I had saved up all the money from you know working in, at the dance studio. Mm-hmm. Um, I I had about ten thousand ten thousand dollars saved. Mm-hmm. And listen, one thing about me is James cannot save money for shit. But I was very set on you know moving, but uh, nothing was looking good. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Moving wise, I was gonna drive my car down there, got it repaired to make that drive, and then I got uh I got hospitalized because I had like a blood clot in my kidney. Oh damn! Yeah, crazy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was around the same month that I was supposed to move. It was in October. And this was what year? This was twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I was around the same time when that hurricane was happening down in the south. Yep. So I probably dodged a bullet. Mm-hmm. But I draw. I I I dodged a major bullet because. I don't think that if if I went to Florida, I don't think I would have started drag. And if I did, it would have taken me a lot longer to like be able to get something. I yeah. think mm. just because like I feel like it's so competitive down there. But who knows? I mean, maybe I would have excelled. Who it's, knows? It's still not too late. You still no, could it's hit, not too hit late, up you know Florida what? right I'm, now. I'm good where I'm at. I think I'm gonna, I want to do NYC. There you go. And then when I get on Drag Race, then the bookings will come in, and I'll go to Florida. Mm-hmm. And you'll go world. Wide Bambi's taking over. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Um, to close this out, final question. For anybody that's out there that might be have experienced the same thing that you were going through, might have been in ROTC and transition musical theater, you oh, know, okay, or so. dealing with the confidence, the 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 weight, whatever. Where you are in your career now, obviously you have had a lot of personal growth, and it doesn't matter if it was you know, at age 18 or age, what are you, 28? 28. Yeah, I, f- I figured because you and my brother are the same age. Um, what oh would you God, say? Brother. What would you say to those people out there? Or maybe somebody wants to get into drag. What would you? What What would be the advice you'd give to them? All right, for those who want to get into drag, um, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, don't. I want my money. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm chaotic. Okay, um, well... I guess like my like, I hate giving advice because will I ever take it? No, um, no, just jump the gun. If you want to do something so badly, just do it. Like stop, like don't let your inner saboteur get in the way of you doing something that you feel so passionate about. Because that's what kind of like that's what stopped me from doing this early on. Mm-hmm. I could have been doing this ten years ago. Who knows where I would have been ten years later? Probably like like bedridden or something because ouch my body <laughs> hurts no but just like just do just fucking do it just whatever you want to do just do it that's all i can say like you know stop getting in your way don't let anyone else get in your way if you have those teachers that tell you you're never gonna make it on broadway because you're not skinny enough who gives a shit hell yeah fuck them fuck those opinions amen amen sister and brother 
Um, uh, where where could people find you on social media? Oh, okay. Oh, I love this. I love a plug. You got a plug? Are you? Uh, yeah. Um. Well, I'm on Instagram. You can find me at Bambi NY, but that's B V M B I dot N Y because someone already has the A. I'm I DM them. Whoever had like the actual Bambi thing to like give it to me, but like they didn't respond. I don't think they're active. But yeah, so bvmbi.ny on Instagram. I have a TikTok, but I don't really use it. Should I should, but uh, that will that that will come in the future. All right, so just on Instagram, don't follow his his uh, real life persona. That's or do the- <laughs> if you're cute, if you're a cute guy, follow me on there too. Listen, yeah, he's he's single. You, all you handsome get fellas you, out get there, get you someone that could do both. James, thank you. Best of luck on your drag career. Thank I think you. you're gonna go very far, man. You've always been somebody that I knew had a lot of potential and uh, could excel. I yeah, always knew that, right. and I always appreciated that you were very kind to myself and Spencer when we were uh, coming up through the ranks in high school and even now as as adults. So because you could have very easily been a a a c u n t to us, but you never were. So I appreciate that. No, thank you for having me. Like I love this. I love that you guys are doing this. Just because, like, the community needs needs our community needs a lot more. Because, like, you know, like we're we're Newburgh is looked at as like Newburgh, mm-hmm. but like no, like we have so much to offer. So I'm now I'm proud of you guys for having this. Because, like, you know, like I was living my carousel through a lot of high schoolers, <laughs> but like over the last few years, you know. Yeah. So, but I love that you guys are doing something. Yeah, something because you could be. easily stop doing anything of the sort and just done something that you're settling for. Yeah, you know? and the thing is, I did do that for a little bit, and then I oh, realized same. how much of a horrible how mistake stupid that it is. is. And now I'm chilling. I'm so chilling. Yeah, look how happy I look now. Um, yeah, and um, shit. Maybe we'll have to have a maybe when we start doing video of these podcasts when we get our own studio, we'll have to have Bambi on just Bambi. All right, just make sure that we have some warm lighting, nothing fluorescent. Nothing fluorescent. You're a yeah. tungsten pal? Okay. Uh-huh. Tungsten. That's warm lighting. The term. Oh, okay. I was like, the Instagram filter? That was like an Instagram filter. That's where it comes from. Cunt. Cunt. <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, I'm down. Please. Like, Hell just yeah. warm lighting, AC. All right. Well, this house has neither. All right. Ah. <laughs> Signing off. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.